Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick off the show with something really fun and interesting. And now, do you have a piece of old technology that you're like, oh, I just used to love this little gadget. I used to love it, love, love, love it. All right, I was a big fan of the Palm Pilot, but you know what really has captured the hearts of many? The pager. You remember that? Now, for all of you Gen Z and millennials, it was this little black box that you clip on your belt, has this little uh, black and white screen, and all it does is show you messages. You can't even reply. And when you get a message, it vibrates and it makes a sound like beep, beep, beep. Now, here's something really crazy. The country's leading paging company, Spock, has reported that there are still approximately 800,000 pagers in use today across the United States. Wow. And that sound today, it might be confused with uh, somebody just backing up. Right? It's kind of a crazy thing when you think about it. Mostly doctors are still using them and people like in oil fields, in case you're wondering. Hey, you're about ready to get more tech smart because every single thing now is a tech thing, right? And I'm Kim Commando, America's digital goddess. You found the biggest show, the most trusted show about all things digital. And I need you to do two things to help me out. Number one, the best way for me to grow my show and podcast is for you to tell just one person about it. Just tell one friend or family member about my award-winning shows and how much you learn from me and love me. And that brings me to number two. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you like to know more about. You can send me an email to hello at commando.com. That's hello at commando.com. And you can find my award-winning show in over 420 top stations across the United States. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free over inside the Commando community. Just hit commando.com. And a big hello and thank you goes out to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. All right, you can count on me to check out at least 35 different websites every single day to bring you up to date with the top five things you need to know that's happening in tech right now. And we're going to start with a malware report. I wanted to pass this along because hackers and scammers are no longer just going after adults. They've got this huge pot of gold for anyone searching online for, say, Sonic the Hedgehog, Taylor Swift, or Boss Baby. And they're targeting our kids, uh, looking for their favorite movie, video game, celeb, TV show. Boom, they just get hit with malware. Home Security Heroes found that over half of the search results, this is crazy for the Boss Baby, Transylvania 2, and Sonic the Hedgehog contained malware. Same goes for 47% of Google searches related to Pokemon. The most dangerous celebrity to look up of all for the kids. Who do you think that is? Come on. I know you know who it is. Taylor Swift. Researchers found 79% of searches for Taylor contained potential malware. Oh, talk about bad blood. Uh, number two. So you want to start a reselling side hustle? Here's some stats for you. Facebook Marketplace. Insider Monkey took a deep dive on the most popular keyword searches on Marketplace. And here's what people are wanting to buy there. Number five, fitness equipment. We're talking about yoga mats, dumbbells, Peloton items. Uh, perfect for all those New Year resolutions uh, or people that were having these fitness regimens during lockdown. They're like tired of it like me. 
I'm selling my Pelotons. I'm so tired of sitting on that bike. I'm going outside and running and hiking and do things like that. Uh, number four, rugs. Yeah, 11 million searches for rugs. That's kind of a shocker for me. Well, a rug can make or break a room. Uh, number three, shoes. I'm talking about sneakers, heels, all kinds of shoes are in demand. The rarer, the better. Uh, number two, phone accessories. You have any of these laying around, you can sell those. Uh, we're talking about cases, chargers, and more. And number one, what do you think number one is? Toys and games. 70 million searches. Video games, board games, action figures, whatever you do, uh, hot sellers all year round, especially during the holiday season. Uh, number three, a new chat GPT feature that is just crazy with a capital C. OpenAI just released a new feature for people who pay 20 bucks a month, I think that you should know about. And this is really big. You can upload all your PDFs, right? It's going to analyze and process all the data contained in the PDFs. And then what it does is truly remarkable. It builds visualizations. It does calculations. It makes all kinds of charts. Uh, it creates databases. It's developed questions. It does a whole data analysis. Yes. I mean, big businesses pay big money for this. Okay. Really people in logistics, supply chains. Now it's out there for anybody to use at a low, low price of just 20 bucks a month. I mean, the possibilities are really endless. Maybe make your job a lot easier. But you have to remember that whatever you put into ChatGPT, it just doesn't stay with you in ChatGPT. Uh, it could be sent to OpenAI and they can do whatever they want for it. So just make sure that what you ever upload, it's not company secrets. Uh, number four, a big reward for binge watching. Netflix hiked the price of its premium plan from 20 bucks to $23. Basic went from 10 to 12 now, here's the insider secret. We all hate ads, but they have sweetened the deal if you're binge watching. You won't see any ads on the fourth episode of a series if you watch previous three back to back. Okay, So this way you get one for free. They're going to show you what it's like to watch something without the ads. And you're like, okay, I'll pay up. Uh, finally, this for number five. You may not be looking for love online, but a lot of people are. Match, the company that owns Tinder, Match, and Hinge, they say about 40% of all couples are meeting via apps. That's a lot. A lot of happily ever afters, but then they do say that if you meet dating online that you're more likely to get divorced. But anyway, one woman, she is getting everybody's attention because she has a unique way of getting a guy's attention online. She's 27 years old. Her name's Sabrina Duda. She matches with men on Hinge. And rather than with a simple reply, she sends them a love song like this one. You said hi on August 25th, and I'm sorry for the late reply. But to be honest with you, I'll need a little more than hi. How are you? It's a little plain. Come on, Ben. I know you got to have some game. Now, I'm not trying to be Okay, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay, she's super cute. Um, she says that it's really great for weeding people out. If a guy gets a song, they instantly unmatch her. She's like, okay, well, he was not for me. You know, Speaking of dating, I used to run a dating service for chickens, but I was struggling to make the hens meet. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. 
The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Here's a question that you may not have ever thought of. Are, is the younger generation in crisis? Okay, we always say, yeah, they are, but this one's a little bit different because of what's happening in the tech world. Uh, NYU professor Scott Galloway seems to believe so. Now, he's one of the founders of Red Envelope, the online go-to for personalized gifts. Let me tell you, I love that site. And Profit, it's a consulting firm that has shaped campaigns for big brands like T-Mobile and BP. Now, he's author and author of the New York Times bestseller, The Four. It dives into the influence of those tech giants, you know, the ones that I'm talking about, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google. And Professor Galloway has said that schools need to teach mating dynamics. What? Yeah, mating dynamics, saying that some young men are gravitating towards AI sex bots and also porn over real relationships. Well, we have him on the show today. I'm so excited to talk to Professor Galloway uh, and learn more about this. So, Professor, thanks again for being here. Now, you've sounded this alarm among young men. Can you dive into what this really means? So thanks for having me. If you look at the most unstable violent societies in the world, they all have one thing in common, and that is they have a disproportionate number of young, broken, alone men. Uh, young men need guardrails. They mature later. Their prefrontal cortex literally develops later than, than girls. We've had sort of a bit of a hollowing out of many of the on-ramps into the middle class without a college degree, specifically manufacturing jobs. And over the next five years, there's going to be two female college graduates for every one male college graduate. And you might think, well, that's great. Women are advancing, and that is wonderful. It's not a zero-sum game here. That can, you can have compassion for young men uh, while still celebrating the progress that women are making. But the honest answer or the honest discussion around mating is that women, generally speaking, who have college degrees aren't interested in mating with men who don't have college degrees. And as women metaphorically get taller, their viable pool of economically and emotionally viable mates goes down. That leads to loneliness and among men, it leads to really awful things. Men are now committing suicide at three to one ratio. Uh, 77% of suicides are men. They're three times as likely to be addicted. They're 12 times as likely to be incarcerated. More single women own homes than single men now, which again is a wonderful thing, but it shows you how far and how fast men are falling. So who wants more economically and emotionally viable men? Women. And I think it creates, I think it destabilizes our society. I think it's a real big threat to America as we know it. And then how does AI play into this? I mean, as we're all looking at, you know, the chat GPT and we've got Bard and we've got Bing and, you know, jobs are being taken away. Some jobs mm -hmm. are being created. And then we've got AGI coming down the pike in, you know, less than five years. It's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a whole changing dynamic. My fear is that amoral digital platforms attempt to offer young people, specifically men, a reasonable facsimile of real life. And the reason why romantic comedies are two hours and not 20 minutes is that real victory is the endurance, the perseverance, the rejection, 
overcoming that rejection, having a plan, putting on a clean shirt, getting to the gym every once in a while, maybe being a bit persistent, approaching strangers, which is which is hard and sometimes humiliating, such that you can find someone who will go out with you, such that you'll find someone who sees the wonderful things about you, such that you'll find someone who will kiss you, someone who will have sex with you, someone who will have kids with you. These are tremendously important motivators and guardrails specifically for young men. When young women don't have a romantic relationship, they tend to have a much stronger uh, they have more places to put their love. They, have, they establish stronger friend networks. They're usually closer with their parents. When men don't have the prospect of a romantic or sexual relationship, they turn online. They're much more likely to uh, engage in conspiracy theory, less likely to believe in climate change. And some, they become just terrible citizens. And what I'm worried about with AI is that there will be the number of searches, queries for AI girlfriend has exploded. And I worry that because things are getting harder and harder for men and they're becoming less viable and less attractive to women, that they'll turn to relationships with algorithms and sex dolls and that they won't leave the house. They'll fall out of practice, out of shape of what it means to enter into a relationship with someone uh, in person. And we'll have essentially a generation of lost men. And when we think about podcasts, we think about the stock market, all the things we talk about every day. Mm -hmm. That's the means and the means to the ends. The ends is a loving, secure relationship. That's the whole shooting match. And I worry that there's just going to be a ton of men who aren't viable and become dangerous, quite frankly. Well, it, it sounds extreme, but I also, I agree with you uh, that we are going down this, this proverbial rabbit hole. When you start talking about these mating dynamics, mm-hmm. what, would you, what would you teach somebody? Well, I think it starts with parents. I, when I go out with my boys, I force them to speak to a stranger before I let them back in the house. They can just go up to someone and say, can I pet your dog? Um, but I think in high school and health class, we should t- speak openly about mating dynamics, and that is to teach men and women how to approach someone and express romantic interests while making them feel safe. Now, what about the whole work from home, and how does that affect a psyche? Well, let me be clear. I, I think the work from home is a huge unlock for caregivers. Um, if you have kids at home, you're taking care of aging parents, you don't have the money to live near the office, I think that work from home can be a wonderful unlock for people. For young people, I think it's a disaster. One in three relationships begin at work. You need mentors. You need to find friends. You need to find mates. I, I just don't, I don't think I would have got my act together had I not had to show up to Morgan Stanley at 8 a.m. on Monday mornings. Um, I, you know what? I'm right those, there with you. <laughs> okay. I need those, look, I needed those guardrails. And I think specifically young men need those guardrails and they need to socialization and they need to be around other people and they need to learn how to read the room and discipline and feedback. So I think the office is a feature, not a bug. And I always tell young people, Get into the office before you collect dogs and kids. Absolutely get into the office. So we're no longer going to the mall. We're no longer going to the movie theaters. We're no longer going to work. Where are young people supposed to meet and fall in love? And also work is a chance for people to demonstrate attributes other than what they look like in a bathing suit or, you know, what college they went to. It's an opportunity to kind of be attracted to people as friends, as mentors, and possibly as mates. And 99% of the relationships that begin at work are consensual. And and people will tell you that even when they don't work out, that they were a positive, a positive thing. And we've decided to take all the opportunities for random encounters with strangers away. People aren't going to church any longer. They're not volunteering. People aren't even talking to their neighbors. So yeah. it, we're mammals. What's the worst thing you can do to your dog? Leave it alone all day. Right. What happens when people are alone in their basement vaping and playing video games all day? They become asocial. They become depressed. You know, you bring up excellent points. And for anybody who's listening or watching right now, you know, sit back and do an objective analysis of the young men in your life 
and see how you can step in and try to make them a more productive member of society. Uh, Professor, thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you, and thanks for bringing attention to the issue. Hey, there's a scam going around. I just want to tell you about real quick is that you're out and about and somebody says, hey, you know, let's meet up and, you know, can you text me your number? And then you open up your phone by using your passcode and your PIN. And then just when that happens, that person steals your phone and then runs away. And because they have the PIN, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to get your phone back at all. So just keep that in mind. Keep that phone safe. tell you about this. Uh, this widower lost $661,000. $661,000. Gosh, that is so much money to an online scam. And before we go back to all of your phone calls, let's talk about these monthly subscriptions. Doesn't it seem like everywhere you turn, somebody's saying like, it's $2 a month, it's 50 cents a month, it's $40 a year, whatever it may be. So how do you track down all these recurring costs? Your first step is to sign into your credit card account. Do that online. There you can sort your transactions by uh, date, amount, and company. Scan and look for any subscriptions that you're no longer using so that this way you can cancel them. Also look for any app subscriptions on your phone or your tablet. On your iPhone or iPad, open settings, tap your name, and then subscription. Android, go to the Play Store, look at your profile, and then payment and subscriptions. Don't forget about your Amazon account. So many people do that. Check under memberships and subscriptions. All right, back to the phones we go with Gene in Syracuse, New York. We have a problem. I live way north, small, very small rural town, and we have a speed limit. It was the main drag going through our little village of 35. Hardly anybody obeys that. And because we're so rural, we do not have a good police presence. We've talked with the police, tried to get them here, and they say the only solution would be to put up speed radar cameras. But in order to do that, our legislature would have to make a law approving it. So I'm I'm wanting to gather information, video evidence, that the majority of trucks and cars are speeding past my house, you know, just a few feet Mm -hmm. from my house, so that I can present this to them and say, look, we're nobody's obeying this. We need help. Okay. So I tried two apps. Uh, can I mention them? Sure. Sure. Uh, one was speed radar gun. That was okay. Uh, I was able to record some speed, but it's hard to make it work because you have to aim it at the vehicle's headlights and lock it in. The yeah, other okay. one I just got is called speed clock, but it's, complicated. It's very complicated to set up. And they're almost telling me I have to have two phones or two iPads and have one kick on and one kick off. Yeah, this is just, it's getting crazy. Um, Let me tell you what, let me tell you what I would do. Okay. Okay. If faced in this situation, knowing that I got people going in, in a 35 mile per hour speed limit through a small town where you've got kids and dogs and people walking and running, I'm sure. Uh, Are they going what, 50 faster? I took an average on a Thursday morning of 10 vehicles, and it was about 57 miles an hour. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's, that's fast. That's fast. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so what I would do is I would, I would create a whole 
scene. And the scene would consist of, you know, when you go through certain communities or certain freeways and there's a construction zone, they have this big sign up uh, and it says what your speed is. Right. And it reads it on this big dial. I mean, you so you can see you're like, oh, gosh, I'm I'm going I'm going 50 and a 35 because it's going to flash 50. Right. Yeah. Right in your face. OK, I buy one of those. Then I would uh, start recording. I'd, I'd get like an outdoor camera and start recording these cars going past and this big sign flashing 50, 52, 60, 70, you know, 40, whatever it may be. Just keep that sucker mm-hmm. recording mm-hmm. all day long. You don't have to touch anything. You're not going to sit there with two iPads and two iPhones doing this, right? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then... I would do that for a few days. Then I would enlist the help of people inside the community. And I'd say, you know what? Okay. I want you to I want you to, to wear bright orange, bright orange pants, bright orange shirt so everybody can see you. Okay. And I want you to hold up signs that says slow down. Okay. So you have like okay. you have like four or five people. Now okay, now we're gonna record that. Okay. People holding up the signs to say slow down. Uh, and then you're, what's going to happen is you're going to get, you know, probably on this video stream is you're going to get people flipping you off, right? You are. Oh, sure. Because people are weird. Uh, you're getting people who, who, are, who honk. Okay. Okay. So then what I would do is then I'd call up whoever the local TV station was. And I'd, yes. I'd send them the videos from the radar feedback sign and the videos of people flipping you off. And going fast because they just don't care. They don't care. Right. Okay. Right. And then so I would get the media involved to put pressure on the legislators to act. Right. And maybe in the yeah. middle of all this, create a little online petition that the, everybody in the community signs. Okay. What do you think? That's some good action <laughs> points. <laughs> okay. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a link to one of these signs, the radar feedback signs. Okay. okay? Uh, I will forewarn you, they're not cheap. They're about three grand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But maybe if you could get a lot of people in the community to give 50 or 100 bucks as you're putting together this plan, because you need somebody who's going to head up this mission. Maybe it's you. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you, it is. Because <laughs> you need somebody to, and, you know, it doesn't be, it doesn't be, have to be that, that hard. You can get on nextdoor.com and explain what you want to do and have everybody start going on to Nextdoor and then set up a little GoFundMe so that this way people can contribute whatever money they can contribute to this. Wow. But, okay. So, so you got, you got a big project. You really do. And Gene, I want you to keep me posted. Okay. Do not be a stranger. Okay, do not be my stranger. I want you to let me know how it's going. Send me some of the videos. If I can help with the local media getting in touch with those folks, I'm more than happy to do that for you. So uh, hang on the line. I'm going to send you a link to this. It's made by Safe Pace. It's, a, it's called a radar feedback sign. And good luck to you. I think it'd be kind of a fun project to do. That is a huge project. All right, here's what's going on. Ambitious scammers are setting up these massive shopping websites where every single thing is fake. Everything's fake. So how do you know 
that you're on a real site versus a fake website. What you want to do is check the URL. Okay, look at the date. Look at the URL. Is there anything weird in it? You can also see when the date, when this website has been registered. If it's recent, that's a red flag. Like, for example, Amazon was registered in 1994. A site with Amazon in its name, that's a scam site, was registered in China in 2023. Is everything heavily discounted? Yeah, that's a problem. Does this trendy boutique even exist? What you want to do is Google that name because it could be just an offshoot of a real site that's now a scammy site. Are there a lot of pop-ups for chats or discounts? Try to find the customer service page, the return policies. Uh, Real sites have plenty of customer service information. How do the images look up close? Are they pixelated? Yeah, that's a problem. You can also look up the IP address. And we got a tool on the website how to do that. And you want to look for IP addresses that are in America. That's a legit site, probably. Uh, Overseas, China, India, Venezuela, other places are probably a fake site. If you want to review this whole list, look no further. Head over to commando.com and hit that show picks button. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. So I have to tell you what I did the other day. I totally mixed up the daily tech update because it was not very good. So now what we have every single day, you get the morning tech news. And then in the afternoon, you get one digital life hack. And so what you're going to get now is a digital life hack and a daily tech update. But I'm going to answer one of your questions. So if you ever have a question you want me to answer, you can go ahead and send that to hello at commando.com. Or you can go to commando.com and fill out that form that says email Kim. Because I'm going to pick out a question every single day, twice a day, and I'm going to answer it live right on the spot when I record the digital life hack. So... I have changed it. So how do you get it? Well, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And then again, this is called the Daily Tech Update. I'm so proud of it here. I want you to take a listen. When the girls at Westfield High School discovered that the boys were swapping nude photos of them on social, the girls were shocked. They never allowed nude selfies or photos. The images looked real. How could this have happened? Westfield, New Jersey is an affluent town outside New York City. Crime is low, scandals are unheard of, and high school girls do not pose naked. A police investigation confirmed someone, no one knows who, used an inexpensive AI app to superimpose real faces over real girls' bodies. No doubt this is wrong. Lots of girls were hurt and embarrassed. Exactly which specific law did the perpetrators break? It could be that no laws were broken. This kind of thing hasn't been covered by laws yet. And so a word of caution to all teachers, administrators, students, and parents. Join over a half a million people who get my free newsletter. You can sign up right now at getkim.com.
All right, it's time to dive into the listener mailbag. Let's see, what burning question do we have today? Dave in South Carolina. I'm sure I'm going to sound like an idiot. No. But are the Win Real Money game apps real or are they scams? If they are indeed fake, how do they take advantage of you? (laughs) All kinds of ways. I'm glad you asked, Dave. The games are sometimes rigged. That's right. So maybe you can't really win any real money. Uh, Some charge hidden fees to play or to access those winnings. Some are just trying to get all your personal information, like credit card details, or maybe they're tracking you. Others want you to buy something to increase your chances of winning. And then they also make money when you watch the ads. So let me tell you, these games are never going to be a great way to make money. You have some other options that aren't quite that easy, but we'll still pad your wallet. You could answer online surveys for companies looking for opinions. You could offer your services on a freelancing site or sell things online. But if you're thinking that you're going to be making a lot of money by playing these apps that promise you to win free money, it's just not going to happen. Mm-mm. But if you are looking for legit ways to make money, just head over to the website, commando.com, and then hit the search box. Just type in make money at home. We've got all kinds of lists that will pop right up for you. Hey, thanks for lending me your ears. Now, if you have a question just itching for an answer, super easy, just swing by commando.com and click where it says email Kim. I promise I read each and every note you send. And don't miss out on Tech's Top Stories. Subscribe to my free daily newsletter over at GetKim.com. It's good, right? Okay, what can you do in that time? Well, you can brush your teeth. Uh, you can take the dog out to do his or her thing. You can get a cup of coffee. I mean, that's what the daily tech update is for. Those little tech times when you're like, I can learn something right here. And again, send me your questions to hello at commando.com. Or you can just send it to me on the website. Hit that link that says email camp. All right, back to the phones we go with Lane in Carmel, California. Well, I, I have a I have a watch issue, but I just want to say I, I've been a fan of yours since like 1997 when I first started listening to you. Oh wow, thanks, Lane. So, You're awesome. So yeah, so um, my Apple Watch. I, I love my watch. <laughs> I really do, and and I love all the conveniences. But sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, Kim, I just want to know what time it is. No, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You only (laughs) want to know what time it is, Lane? What is wrong with you? Sometimes, you know, and and it wants to tell me the last three emails. I got text messages, what my heart rate is, how many steps till I close my, you know, activity ring. And I'm just going, come on. (laughs) You know, I'm like, dismiss, dismiss, dismiss. And I don't want to turn the notifications off per se, but it would be great if I could look at them when I wanted rather than when my watch wanted. Well, you're talking about doing a little fine tuning, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, you can get into the notifications and you can control what comes through. Right? You've got do not disturb mode, right? Okay. Uh, you can uh, disable some of the haptic alerts, the ones that say, you know, Lane, get your butt off the couch. Okay. <laughs> Go get your steps in. Um, you can also cut down on some of the animations, uh, in accessibilities. That's where you can, uh, re- what's called reduce motion. And that might make it a little, uh, a little less intrusive. It also has something called theater mode and that makes the screen stay off until you tap it. Okay. So now I have that. So it doesn't, my screen doesn't light up until I rotate my wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so the other things you're talking about, that would be uh, on my phone, go into the watch and go to notifications. Yeah, go into the phone. Um, have you ever yeah. tried just co- what's called cover to mute? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that's like if you just cover the watch for your hand for three seconds, you mute it. Yeah. And so, so you know, there are ways to do this. Now, of course, you just might have to get a good old Timex. Okay, Lane? That's it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I know. I know. You're talking to the digital goddess who's telling you to go get a Timex. Okay. I, I, I like the, I love the way it unlocks my phone, unlocks my I computer. I know. It's and, beautiful. And does that. It's just that sometimes, you know, like you're, you're backing out the driveway. What time is it? And then it says, oh, wait, the security camera saw you. Yeah, I know that. Mm. It's my driveway. The ring camera's going off. And... And the mail's here, and the dog's barking, and you forgot to to kick the cat. I mean, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. yeah, So, you know, it's it's part of our life now, and it is rather annoying. It is. Uh, Because we do get all these notifications, and and it's just like it's constant bing, 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 bing. You know, and I find myself, too, going, oh, my gosh. I just take it off. (laughs) That's what I do. I just make a break. Okay. You need to give me a break every once in a while. So you you really just got to get into your settings, disable the activity notifications, that theater mode that you're doing, cover to mute. Um, Sounds like you're doing all the stuff. So maybe you just need to take the watch off every once in a while. And I don't know, look at the the clock in your car and go, yeah, it's uh, 112. And I'm pretty happy about it. Lynn, thank you for being a listener all these years. Really appreciate the support. You know, it just reminds me, I asked my Apple Watch, what's the time? And actually said, an 80s funk band. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Her name is Marjorie Bloom, and CNBC reported that she got a phone call from someone claiming to be a fraud investigator from her PNC bank. And criminals are on the brink of just draining her account on this data that they found about her online. So to keep her safe, he says the caller, she needs to act fast and move her money out of the bank. And to keep it hush-hush, don't say a word to anyone, not even her kids. Now, over the next month, Marjorie, she wire transfers over $661,000, her entire life savings to the scammer. It's all a sham. So these scams can snag anyone. So if you get a call, anything like this, just hit up your official bank's phone number to double check and tell someone immediately who you trust that this has happened to you. And warn your family members and friends, too. And don't forget, 24-7, you can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.